Thanks, man. All right, praise the Lord. Thanks for being here tonight. Uh, we'll turn our Bibles to Ephesians chapter 1, and we'll read from there in just a moment. Um, that song, that's like a toe-tapping song, and I looked over and Danny's tapping his toe. It's awesome. Um, I appreciate that. Thanks, Becky, for leading us in that as well. Um, so Pastor just asked me to share a little bit tonight uh, while they're in the NBF. Um, I've heard that it's been going pretty well with their sessions up there. Hey, Nathan, can you just drop me down a bit? I've got a bit of feedback coming through. Thank you. Um, so I've heard that, yeah, it's been going pretty well. Uh, good reports of the different sessions and many people blessed. And obviously there's many of our folks up there tonight. That's why we're few in number. But praise the Lord, we're just going to look at a few things here. And really tonight, I just, it's, I'm pretty sure I've, I've spoken something like this before here. I'm not sure when. Uh, so it's not necessarily anything new, but hopefully just a bit of an encouragement uh, that we can be an encouragement when it comes to prayer and praying for other people. Um, so Ephesians chapter 1, we won't read anything just now, but I really want to talk about the, the phrase that we often say, I'm praying for you. When you, when you tell someone, I'm praying for you, uh, why do we say that? And, and what does it do? Um, how is it helpful? Is it helpful? Um, I believe it is. I know for me, when I get a text message from someone, and it doesn't actually matter who it is, when I get a text message from someone and they say, I've been praying for you, whether they say what they've been praying for or not, that encourages me. Uh, it might be another pastor in another country. It might be one of our youth. It might just be a friend. Uh, but any time that I get a message like that, that just lifts my spirits a little bit. Uh, I think it also encourages me to then pray for that person just in thankfulness out of the fact that they've thought of me. Um, so just thinking on the lines of this really easy way to encourage people by telling them that you're praying for them. Uh, obviously, first you have to actually be praying for them. That's, that's the first step. Uh, we're here tonight. We're going to take some time to pray. Uh, but my encouragement is as we pray for different people to then take that and encourage someone by telling them that you're praying for them. So before I get into, uh, I guess, the, the inner workings of that, I just want to look at three things that are involved in actual genuine prayer that then helps the other person receiving that I'm praying for you message, if this makes any sense at all. So first, uh, three things that are involved in genuine prayer. The first one is this, that genuine prayer requires an outpouring of your heart unto God. Uh, it's not just uh, a list that we go through that we recite to God. And if you, know, if you think about it, if you are talking to anyone that you have a good relationship with, whether it's a friend or a spouse or anything like that, you don't recite off lists to them when you communicate to them, unless you're saying this is the shopping list. That's pretty much the only time you'll do that. But we don't come and just recite something to people in our communication. So when it comes to prayer, we're, we're pouring out what's on our heart to the Lord. And why is that important? Because when the other person receives that, hey, I'm praying for you message, or you've told them over the phone or something, they understand, oh, they've actually taken time to pour some things out to the Lord. They're not just, you know, rattling off a bunch of, of different things for me kind of thing. So when we come to the Lord, we, we outpour our heart uh, to him, and really it's, it's heartfelt. It's not just uh, we're going through the motions. And I know sometimes our prayer can be that, but I'm talking about genuine prayer. I'm talking about when you actually purpose to be a blessing and purpose to, to get God's attention. Um, that's what's involved in genuine prayer. And it requires us to be, or our heart to be, tender and transparent. So when we come to the Lord in prayer and we're praying for another person, um, it really requires us to think about things. It requires us to be open and honest about things. 
and uh, to approach the Lord in that way. And then when it comes to that moment that you can encourage somebody with, hey, I'm praying for you, they also understand that, you know, you've been, you've been transparent. You're being honest about different things. So the first thing is in genuine prayer, an outpouring of your heart unto God. The second thing is this, is that praying requires energy. Put your hand up if you agree with that. Praying <laughs> requires energy. Uh, it's very easy, isn't it, just to be like, oh, five more minutes, snooze, snooze, snooze. And my wife can say, he's very guilty of snooze, snooze, snooze. Because honestly, it does take physical energy. It's a spiritual activity, but it takes physical energy. And when you tell someone that you've been praying for them, they go, oh, they've actually stopped hitting snooze or they've taken time out of their day or whatever it is to actually give time to bringing me before the Lord. That's encouraging. When, when you know someone's done that, they've taken a chunk of their day to, to pray to the Lord for you, that's a real encouragement. No matter how big or small your problems are through the week, that really does encourage somebody. So prayer requires energy or genuine prayer, prayer requires energy. Um, it doesn't come naturally, does it? I mean, you have to teach even young kids how to pray. You even have to teach some adults how to pray. Like, you know, the Lord taught us how to pray in the Word. It's not something that we just grow up and like, yeah, I just know how to pray and know how to do it like perfectly every single time. Uh, it doesn't come naturally, so actually you've got to put a bit of energy into it. You've got to put a bit of effort into it. And you have to be purposeful. You've got to know what you're praying about. So genuine prayer, an outpouring of your heart unto God, it requires energy. And the third thing is this, is that it requires a sacrifice of time. you actually got to put that time aside. I know I just mentioned that, but really think about it. Time is like the thing that everyone values. And every marketing thing in the world is, is pretty much going to try and sell you, you know, on the time factor of things. This is going to save you time on this or time on that. So praying genuinely actually causes you to have to put time aside for another person. And we often do it for ourselves and we know there's things that, that we're struggling with or we need help with. We're going to put time aside for our own prayers to be given to the Lord, but I'm talking about when we take time for somebody else before the Lord. Uh, we take that and we use it for another's benefit. Um, and it doesn't just take time to pray, but time to consider another's circumstance. So think about this. If, if you get that message from someone, hey, I'm praying for you, bro, or sister, or whatever, um, and I, you know, I prayed for you about this job or this, this financial thing or this relationship thing, or I prayed for your sister because you know, you're, you're witnessing to them, whatever it is, you realise that they've actually sat there and thought, hey, what does that person need for this prayer? It's not just, like I said, just rattling off a list of things. Okay, I'm going to pray for Tino and pray for Tino and his wife and Tino and his kids. Okay, I'm going to pray for Danny and Danny and his wife and Danny and his kids. We, we don't pray like that at all. Really, that's not genuine prayer. But we go, okay, I'm going to pray for Tino. And I'm going to think, what does Tino need this week? What did he mention to me last week? Or what do I know that he might just need a little bit of a hand with? Or whatever it is. And then you go, okay, I'm going to pray for those specific things. And then if I pray for those things, that might actually spark me to think about something else, that Tino or his family or whatever. It just You're taking time not just to do the actual prayer, but to consider what that person needs and all the points that come along with that. So why is this even important? Because like I said, when you get to that moment of sending someone a message, hey, I'm praying for you, they connect all those dots. And often, obviously, if it's a Christian, 
much more easily. Like, as Christians, we understand that these three things are involved in genuine prayer, but a Christian will go, oh, man, they, you know, they got up out of bed or they put time aside in the day, they thought about what I needed and they spent the time to do that, they gave up some energy for me just to bring my name or my situation before the Lord. And then when you communicate that to someone, they're like, man, that, that lifts their spirits, that helps them. Um, I can say 100%, even this week, like this week is, you know, it's a bit of a week for me. So when I got a message just the other day and someone said, hey, been praying for you and your family a lot this week, I'm like, man, that, even though you might say, well, shouldn't you have felt their prayers if you're having this kind of week? Well, yeah, I probably did on the up, on the up parts, right? Or I might feel it next week or next month whenever, you know, that prayer gets answered or whatever, but all I'm saying is that made me just go, oh man, I'm thankful for that person. And now I want to pray for them. And I did. And it just, and you don't do it for that, but that's actually what happens is they get encouraged and then they might actually end up praying for you. Um, and really, it doesn't actually take much, does it? I mean, yes, it takes those three things in the first place, like putting some time aside and actually thinking about people's situations, but to send that message, it actually takes nothing. I mean, do you remember when text messages actually used to cost you something? Like, now they don't. <laughs> and if you have iMessage or WhatsApp or something like that, it's pretty much, it's basically free. Uh, so it actually really costs us nothing to do that. Um, or it might just be when you see them the next time. Hey, just letting you know that I've been praying for you. And it's, it's nothing to us, but it can mean the world to somebody else. It can mean a lot. Um, and it's, like I said, it doesn't cost us anything to do that. So the people that you say this to, they connect the dots, they're encouraged, and um, sometimes it's good to know that somebody's just standing with you through a hard week. It's good to know that someone's thought about you. Um, and it might just be that very thing of you telling them that you're praying for them that causes them to go, you know what, I'm going to go and just talk to them or ask them some advice about something because I know that they care for me or who knows what kind of effect it can have. But all I'm saying is it's such a simple thing that can open up a lot of, lot of doors and a lot of good things. Um, and just an example of this, so uh, you're in Ephesians chapter 1. Paul did this all the time when he wrote to the churches, the start of his letters. Uh, he basically started introducing himself and then told the churches, hey, I'm praying for you. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 16, or verse 15 rather, let's start there. It says, wherefore I also, after I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and love unto all the saints, verse 16, cease not to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers. So he's saying, hey, I'm praying for you. That's essentially what he's saying to them. Um, keep your place there because I'm going to come back to there. But some of the other books or the letters that he wrote uh, Philippians verse, uh, chapter 1, verse 3 and 4, he says, I thank my God upon every remembrance of you, always in every prayer of mine for you all, making requests with joy. He's saying, I'm praying for you. Colossians 1, 3, we give thanks to God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, praying always for you. He didn't have to say that. And I understand his, you know, it's inspired by the Holy Spirit and all that kind of stuff, but that's there for a reason. Those people would have heard that and gone, oh, wow. Paul's praying for us, like that's an encouragement. Uh, we're going through this difficult time, but somebody's praying for us, somebody's thinking about us, somebody's making time to bring our name before the Lord. Uh, so back in Ephesians 1, if you're there, uh, he goes on in verse 17 and he actually says what he's actually praying for them. He doesn't just say, I'm praying for you, but then he goes and lists out 
hey, I'm praying this, this and this. Have a look, verse 17. That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. Hey, if you tell someone I'm praying for you for wisdom, there's a slight chance they might get offended. Like, hey, you think I'm, you know, not wise? But there's probably a 99% chance that they'll be like, oh, wow, that's what I need. Uh, So that's encouraging. Verse 18, that the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of his calling and what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. Verse 19, and what is the exceeding greatness of his power to usward who believe according to the working of his mighty power. So he's just listing a few things there. And I think everything that he lists there would have just been an extra blessing, an extra encouragement, maybe just enough to get through the next day. Who knows what it did for each of those different people in the church. And you can do that for an individual or you can do that for a family. Um, You can do that for a ministry. You can tell a ministry leader, hey, I'm praying for your ministry. Uh, It it really has the same effect. So something that costs us nothing but has a a really big impact on other people. So I would encourage you to to consider that as we go to prayer. Um, Yes, I am done. It's very short, Wednesday night. As we go to prayer and you look at that list and, hey, look, that list is really just the people that have emailed through prayer requests but there's so much more that is not on that list that you have tonight there's so much more as you think about this is what I do I think about where people sit like on a Sunday and I go okay that family what can I pray for them and then pray for that because if you just go by the Wednesday night prayer list then you're not going to get through very much at all Um, I'm not saying don't do that but that's not all there is so just consider other people in the church consider what's happening this week Obviously, pastor and family and others are at MBF, so you can pray for that. He's got another session tomorrow morning. Um, But yeah, just do that. Just think about the people that sit around you at church and what does that family need or what does that ministry need? And then go that next step and maybe just send a message, send an email or say something to them the next time you see them. Um, So I hope that's a help, something that you can encourage some other people with in the church. And I just really, I just... I said, I probably mentioned this before at some other point, but it just came back to my mind just because of what pastor's been preaching on Sunday mornings, just, you know, one for all and just considering other people. And I just thought, you know what, I need to do this more. Like, I I do do it every now and then, but I can do it a whole lot more. And I think the more that we can do stuff like this just encourages the whole church and helps us just stick together a little bit more. So hope that's a help. I'm going to pray and uh, then we're going to take some time to pray together. All right, let's pray. Dear Lord, Heavenly Father, we do thank you uh, for tonight. We thank you for each one that's here, Lord. We do pray, Father, that you'd please continue to bless and help us as a church. We thank you, Father, for those who've been able to uh, go to Toowoomba this week and to be a blessing and receive a blessing. Uh, We ask that you continue to guide them, help them, and uh, please be with Pastor as he preaches tomorrow. I pray that you would give him the wisdom that he needs, Lord, to be a help and encouragement. I pray you'd open hearts that uh, they receive what they need. Uh, Please help us as a church, Lord, to look into the next week and uh, just to consider you, ask for your help. And help us, Lord, as we heard tonight, just to consider one another, try and encourage others as much as we can. Help us to uh, take that extra time, Lord, or extra energy and use it for other people and uh, bring other people before you and encourage them, Lord. Father, we thank you for who you are. Thank you for who you called us to be. And we ask and pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen.